Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. Hello, Noise Filter listeners. Before we get started with today's edition, I do want to announce that COVID Noise Filter is being considered for People's Choice Podcast Award in Excellence in Healthcare. We would love for you to please vote for us for this prestigious honor. We ask that you go to podcastawards.com and click on Voting Now Open. Please vote for us in two categories, the People's Choice Award as well as the category for health. And again, you'll find us under COVID Noise Filter. Thank you so much. And more than that, thank you to our amazing team of writers, producers, editors, and sound engineers that have made this prestigious nomination possible. Thank you, guys. Remember, that's podcastawards.com. Click Voting Now Open. And we are listed under two categories, the People's Choice Award, but more importantly, the category for health. And again, you'll select COVID noise filter. Again, thank you all. Anti-vaccine groups use federal database for disinformation. Now, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uses a database called the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS for short. Now, the system serves as a way to monitor health events shortly after vaccination. This doesn't mean that the health events were caused by the inoculation, but helps to track trends or adverse events. Now, according to NPR, some anti-vaccination groups are using the data sets from the VAERS to spread disinformation about COVID-19 vaccines. Part of the reason why this information is so often misused is because anyone can access the data for any purpose. According to analysts at a company that tracks online vaccine misinformations, almost every COVID disinformation story they see includes a set of VAERS data. When the COVID vaccine became available, anti-vaccination advocates began uploading videos explaining how to download VAERS data and making infographics utilizing it. This is dangerous because VAERS data is anecdotal and unverified, intended more as a starting point than a primary source. In fact, anti-vaccine groups most commonly use the number of death rates following COVID vaccinations recorded in VAERS. These reports, like all instances in the system, are not verified to be caused by the immunization, but the data spreads widely anyway. So according to NPR, there are a number of other reasons why deaths may be recorded after COVID vaccination. Some of these first doses of the vaccine were given to high-risk groups like the elderly and those with certain medical conditions. So while they were at high risk of dying of COVID, their general risk of mortality might also have been higher than average as well. So it's essential to the function of the VAERS that the system is open to the public. So it's important to understand the data and how it may be misused. And I have to say that with misinformation and disinformation being so prevalent, it is ironic and not a good way. And in fact, it's, 
it's it's so hard to even consider that this incredibly useful public resource known as the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, something that was meant to help the public, is now a tool that's being used to hurt the public by individuals who really don't mean well for our society. And, and I really hope that this whole notion of people using this information goes away as soon as possible because we really need to have transparent data available to us at all times so as to increase the safety and ultimately efficacy of these vaccines. New medical problems. There are hundreds of thousands of Americans who are seeking medical care for post-COVID health problems that went undiagnosed until after infection. There is a study tracking the health insurance of about 2 million people of all ages who tested positive for the coronavirus. About 23% of them saw treatment for new conditions such as pain, breathing issues, high cholesterol and blood pressure, fatigue, heart abnormalities, sleep and skin problems, and mental health issues. These problems were even present in 19% of people who said they were asymptomatic. Health professionals are emphasizing this finding because it can help those who may not have known that they had had COVID determine what their true medical history was and that it includes COVID. Now, the study is strong because of its size and ability to look across a range of disease severity in a diverse age group. It supports the idea that long COVID can affect nearly every organ system develop into chronic diseases. There are some things that the study missed, however. For instance, it only addressed some aspects of post-COVID. It did not say when symptoms occurred, when patients sought medical help, or how long the problems persisted. The data came from private health insurance or Medicare Advantage patients, even though those without insurance are more likely to have worse outcomes. We're not getting the full picture of post-COVID. Another concern would be the lack of comparison between COVID and non-COVID patients. But all in all, the findings underestimate the nature of post-COVID, but do help suggest that the health system should adapt to the idea of long COVID across demographics and needing multidisciplinary care as a treatment method. Novavax vaccine could be a boon for vaccine access. In mid-June, biotech firm Novavax announced that its COVID vaccine candidate was 90% effective against COVID cases that produce symptoms and 100% effective against moderate and severe disease. According to Vox, however, the first distribution of this vaccine will likely happen abroad, and the company may not even seek approval in America until September 2021. Novavax hopes to produce 150 million doses a month by the end of the year, with production lined up in India, South Korea, and America. The vaccine would be a beacon for countries that have struggled with access to doses for several reasons. First, the Novavax vaccine takes a different approach to immunity than the other COVID vaccines. They combine a baculovirus with the genes needed to make the COVID spike protein and infect moth cells with this virus. When the moth cell makes the spike proteins, they harvest them and combine them with a nanoparticle, which then becomes the vaccine. 
Novavax says that this method maximizes immunity and minimizes side effects. The Novavax vaccine is also easier to store than other COVID vaccines because it does not need to be kept in a freezer. So countries that struggle to find demand for their supply of the doses would not struggle with their supply spoiling. Novavax has shown a commitment thus far to supplying countries that need them with doses of their vaccine. They pledged more than 1 billion doses through the consortium Gavi and are negotiating increased manufacturing in India and South Korea. In the U.S., researchers are considering the vaccine's eventual utility as a booster. And on a side note, I have to say I do not know why there is not more on Novavax. This was an article that we took from Vox. But I would have you also look at a great article that appeared in Vice magazine on Tuesday, June 29th, that also did a really nice job explaining the Novavax vaccine and how it works. And it featured, ding, 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 yours truly right here. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs? Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.